Sport requires effort, sweat and strong will, and Macron knows it. A leading global company with Italian DNA in the production and sale of sportswear, when Macron first entered the sports world in 1971, it was a small yet strong player. Since then, Macron has been growing at a very fast pace, supporting teams, sportsmen and women at all levels, working hard to supply them with the best technical products to help improve their performances. With over 4 million pieces of stock available in our Italian warehouse and an extensive range of on-field, off-field and free-time products, we cater for everyone from amateurs to professional sporting organisations, even referees. Ranked third most prominent football brand by the UEFA, Macron keeps expanding its presence worldwide, including Australia, where we are currently proud partners of Perth Glory, MacArthur FC, Port Adelaide and Parramatta Eels, and more to come. Work hard, play harder, Macron, your next team wear partner. For more information, For more information visit our website at www.macronvic.com.au or call us on 1-800-MACRON. Welcome back to the Football Out West Show. It is episode 78 and um, our, our first guest for tonight, an absolute pleasure to have back to the show, um, former Preston Lions president and he's now the chairman of the United um, Football Clubs of Victoria, Zach Gruevsky. Zach, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Evening, Tonchi. Uh, good evening, Craig and, and Stephen, and good evening to uh, to all the guests of the program. Thanks again for the opportunity to come and join you this evening. Not a problem. Looking forward to uh, to hearing what you've uh, you've got to say. So, uh, a few weeks ago, we had you on, and we were talking about obviously United Football Group of uh, uh, yeah, United Football Group of uh, Victoria and forty uh, odd clubs coming together to um, to. Effective, effectively uh, have a say against Victoria Football Victoria's decision not to have promotion and relegation. A lot has gone on during that time. Uh, we understand that the group put forward a proposal to Football Federation about two weeks ago, which was reviewed. Um, and on Thursday night, there was a board meeting to discuss uh, the whole uh, uh, format that you sent in. Where do we stand uh, as of today, Zach? We, um, thanks, Craig. And where we stand today is uh, there's a lot of rumor flying around and a lot of messages and emails that I've received today from, from a range of people throughout the football world. Um, the, uh, the reality is that uh, we uh, still don't have a decision that's uh, or an announcement that's been made by Football Victoria, and um, clearly we're looking forward to uh, to having an announcement made. Um, Look, as you rightly said, we've been working really closely as a group of clubs. And, and I, can I just take the opportunity to sincerely acknowledge uh, and thank all the clubs who, who've joined this group um, and clearly provided the strength and the commitment uh, for us to pursue this matter with uh, with Football Victoria. Um, I can, um, as, as a representative, I guess, say um, I'm extremely proud of the clubs and, and the, the, the patience and the professionalism all the clubs have, uh, have shown in this matter. Um, look, we, um, as I said, started this journey over six weeks ago, and um, we've uh, we've done our utmost to um, to try and do what's uh, in the best, what we believe in the, is in the best interests of football, and clearly to encourage football Victoria to do the same. Um, I mean, I think I use the term, and uh, many of your listeners might have heard the term um, 
the avoidance of bloodletting, um, and I, I was very precise uh, about using that term. That was always our intention, and always has been our intention, to avoid the bloodletting and uh, and the embarrassment uh, in the broader football world, um, and and really to try and find a resolution that um, uh, football Victoria um, can actually own, uh, and not a resolution that's actually um, legally uh, imposed on on us. And so, look, whilst um, there's been a lot, a uh, lot of discussion. Um, we uh, we got to a point uh, partway through last week um, from the uh, proposal um, that we'd put to, or the submission, I should say, that we put to the federation uh, probably about three weeks ago now. Um, that look, the reality was the most realistic uh, option, um, knowing the position on the uh, promotion relegation front that that uh, the federation had taken. The most realistic option to um, to give the clubs uh, some hope was really some form of restructure. And that's that's an angle we obviously pushed pretty hard with the Federation. Um, we had several discussions about the possible options of the type of restructure that uh, potentially could occur and uh, and really try to be um, uh, an advocate as opposed to an adversary with, uh, with the Federation. Look, disappointingly, we haven't, um, uh, as we expected, haven't seen an announcement, obviously, uh, our understanding was uh, that after the board meeting, clearly um, on Thursday nights, um, a decision had been made by the Federation. So we're, we're a little bit perplexed as to why that wasn't uh, announced on, um, on Friday. Now, we understand we're not silly. We're not uh, naive to, to not understand the fact that uh, these things you know, are sensitive and that you know, regardless of what the decision is, some will be unhappy with, with the outcome. Um, our aim throughout has been to uh, try and satisfy the majority of the clubs that have been part of our group. Um, there's always going to be some who uh, who unfortunately may may miss out in, in, in some form of restructure. So we um, we wrote uh, on on the back of that um, on Friday evening we wrote um, to uh, uh, well message the federation to to understand where we stood and um, and we're told that uh, a decision now would be made on Monday. So. Clearly a little bit disappointing to, uh, to hear that. Um, and we followed up with a letter to them uh, yesterday, just re reiterating our position and um, and really just encouraging them to show some leadership and some courage in uh, in making this announcement to uh, to the football family who've been waiting very patiently for, uh, for many weeks. Now, uh, Zach, we were told that there was a meeting with FE took place late last week. Are we able to have any insight at all, if possible, onto what went down with that one? Yes, Stephen. Look, I think I, I just briefly touched on uh, on, on on that. Um, I mm. mean, obviously, without uh, disclosing too much yep. detail, the, yep. the crux of the conversation was was really about how do we as a group of clubs and then myself as a representative of the group of clubs um, assist the federation to find a solution to this. We understand it's a sensitive issue. We understand there's uh, there's plenty of people who are who are for and supporting this group, uh, and and there's plenty who, uh, as we know, and I'm sure there's plenty of those on uh, on the messaging tonight who will argue that, you know, the season's done and dusted. Uh, let's just move on. Um, mm. We uh, we clearly have taken a different approach um, to that, and. Uh, and uh, clearly not satisfied with with that decision. So the the conversations were predominantly about um, what's palatable for for the game and for the federation, and it focused uh, very heavily on on that restructure issue. 
um, as being realistically the only option that the federation could um, could go down in terms of a path. Um, so that that was the 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 bulk of the the conversation. Um, it's uh, and it's always been about um, being supportive of the federation. We know they're in a difficult spot, being supportive. But as I say, um, you know, there's there's no two ways about that. The fact that something wasn't announced on Friday is extremely disappointing to the group, mm-hmm. and and to me showed. Um, a little bit of disrespect um, towards the clubs um, who, as I say, have worked uh, tirelessly with them uh, over a number of weeks. Zach, in your opinion, why do you think they've 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 um, postponed make that announcing that decision? Um, are they are they not yet sure? In your opinion, and maybe we're just talking about opinions. Are they just maybe not sure of their decision, or they do do they need to go back and consult other parties? Like what what was the holdup? I mean. Clubs want to know. It's a good question, Tonchi. Um, look, unfortunately, I don't know what the, the answer is and um, I've not had any feedback as to why um, the Federation was not able to announce something on Friday. Um, I mean, many of us, uh, I think, cleared our decks in terms of our work diaries on Friday afternoon on the understanding that something was going to be released and obviously for mm-hmm. us to then communicate that with our group and, and uh, you know, for each of us as clubs, then uh, or each of the clubs to communicate with their own people who have been waiting uh, extremely patiently. So I, I don't exactly know. Um, my understanding from my discussions with not only the CEO, but also uh, you know, a couple of the board members was that uh, they had enough information uh, in preparation for that board meeting. Um, there was nothing further that they needed in terms of consultation. They'd done all the consultation, um, that uh, a decision was made. And look, I, I am going to raise an issue that... that it is somewhat concerning. Now, you know, many might argue this is uh, this is rumor or, or whatever, but um, it was pretty quickly uh, that evening on Thursday evening when uh, when we learnt that um, obviously a decision should have been communicated on the Friday or was going to be. Um, we learnt um, of some messages uh, that were being circulated um, amongst uh, amongst some top tier clubs that clearly we got our hands on that uh, that would suggest that. Um, the, the board had voted in a particular manner, uh, and that uh, and this is no secret now um, that uh, the vote was was four to three. Now we don't know what four to three means, whether it was for the restructure or opposing the restructure. But um, one of the things we were clearly asked to do as uh, as a group, and uh, and me as a representative of that group was to because um, we were asking obviously. Uh, any information that could be shared with our group before it went public, mm. uh, that was not forthcoming. Um, we were asked uh, to respect a decision the Federation uh, Board had made that the decision was to be embargoed until the Friday. We respected that decision. Mm-hmm. However, it's clear, obviously, some people didn't respect that decision. Now, again, you can argue that, uh, you know, people are making up rumours and, you know, people are, it's easy to shoot messages around. But my, my only question, and a number of our clubs who have contacted me in, in the last couple of days would suggest, well, how does that level of detail that a board had potentially voted 43, how does that information get out? And that's a concern yeah. that, uh, that the board has to deal with um, in, in, in some shape or form. Um, you know, having been a board member and sat around those, uh, around those tables, um, I would be disturbed that um, uh, when a decision is made by the board, until such time as it's communicated, that it stays within the board. That is a genuine concern that, um, 
that I've raised and uh, and the club has raised. I've raised on behalf of the clubs um, based on some conversations I've had with many of them uh, in the last 24 hours or so. How many clubs were there in the end? How many clubs formed part of this uh, this movement, this group? Well, in the end, um, you know, we, we ranged um, uh, from, you know, 30-odd, uh, you know, the, the most recent count, we got up to about 48 clubs who are genuinely interested. Um, I mean, not... Um, not all of them had attended every forum, but uh, many of them, uh, whether it be through email, through other forums, had uh, communicated their support and their absolute commitment for uh, for this group. Um, so, uh, you know, as I said, in in recent times, we uh, we had a number of our 48 clubs. So to me, that's a pretty substantial number. And, um, uh, you know, a, a large group of clubs like that don't form together uh, mm. unless they've got genuine concerns that they actually want to raise with the uh, with the Federation. And speaking of the concerns, sorry, guys, but speaking of the concerns that these other clubs have, is it purely just the promotion or relegation or the lack of transparency or whatever the case may be from Football Victoria? Or are there more underlying issues? To, and, and is this suggesting that, that you know, quite dramatic change or almost like a revolution needs to happen in, in Victorian football because obviously some things aren't going right the way they should? Look, it's it's a really good question, Tanchi. And... and... I, um, I remember having this conversation with the group of clubs uh, almost six weeks ago, probably the first yeah. meeting we held yep. with the group of clubs, and um, that was one of the discussions we did have that um, the focus of um, our work in the last six weeks has predominantly been on the issue of court promotion, relegation, restructure, the dissatisfaction basically with a decision the Federation had made on the back of... Um, not only verbal promises, but written commitments that promotion relegation was going to exist for two, 2021. This is the message that came out on August the 8th. Exactly right. Well, and, and that that was the last message that came out on August the 8th. Mm, spot on, mm. Craig. There were significantly, uh, significant other messages. Um, and this is not message. We're not talking. This is public information that was sent in writing to the clubs that season 2021 will see, regardless of what happened, there was no mention of, um, adjustments to rules of competition, uh, potentially as a result of COVID. And, and the Federation have erred in that and, and um, really should have, as they have done recently. So many of the clubs um, would have uh, responded to a survey uh, for a couple of options to, uh, to, to try and mitigate this happening again, um, some changes to the rules of competition. And, and clubs have obviously voted on that in the last week or so. So if, if we knew there was going to be some concerns, that's that's the concern the clubs have. We'd just come out of a, a, a cancelled season due to COVID. Uh, we, we're still staggered by that. Now, look, again, let's not go over that old ground. Um, but, um, Tonchi, if I could just come back to your, your point there. Mm-hmm. Initially, uh, clearly, the, um, the the focus was, was and, and continues to be on the promotional relegation or restructure uh, issue. But clearly, uh, as I've described, when, when you do hear um, certain things, all of us have been around the game for a long time, and and one of the things we've uh, we've put to the board is to say, listen, we we want you to govern, we want you to show courage, and we want you to show leadership that's in the best interest of the 350 plus clubs in this state, and not the top tier of clubs, the 14 clubs that, um, in our view, seem to have um, some sort of disproportionate attention and input into the running of the game in this state. Now, um, all of us know with uh, some recent um, information that the federations put out uh there's uh there'll be discussion in fact this coming week on constitutional reform 
which is significantly overdue. We all know that. This has been spoken about for several years. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some forums, and, and congratulations to the Federation for, for uh, going down this path um, because many clubs have clearly been dissatisfied with, with a multitude of uh, issues uh, in the game. And, uh, and if it gives clubs an opportunity to have a say, as it should um, in the running of this game, we're all passionate people, people who love football, and that's all we want to get back to. Mm. We want a decision to be made um, tomorrow and uh, not, not a decision. We understand decisions being made. We want an announcement clearly to be made tomorrow. So all of us as clubs just get on with things and get back to doing exactly what we're uh, in existence for, and that's for the love of football, mm. and get out just and start planning to, for 2022. Just going back to your conversation, you or the, the, uh, the statement you made earlier on, Zach, regarding the meeting that happened on Thursday evening, obviously there was some kind of message that got out from that room, which is, in my eyes, really disturbing that something like that can get out. <clears throat> um, given that message has gone out, do you believe that that might be the reason of why they didn't uh, announce on Friday evening that they're looking into that to find out, you know, first and foremost, who sent it, why they sent it? Um, look, lots of rumours around who sent it. We'll yeah. never. Well, I suppose we'll never really find out unless that board member is axed from the from the board, and then we'll have a pretty good idea who it is. But do you think that has got a a, a part to do with the reason why they didn't uh, they didn't come out on Friday evening? Look, um, difficult to say, Craig. I mean, if um, uh, if from that was a reason, if you were still on the board and you found out that somebody would had sent a message out, you'd be deeply concerned, wouldn't you? I'd be extremely concerned. I mean, not not just concerned. It it, it would be disturbing behaviour that uh, information like that that we know is sensitive and that we know clubs are waiting on. Um, extremely disturbing. That sort of information gets out. Now, is that the reason the decision? Uh, sorry, the announcement was held back. I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I would have thought that if you've made a decision the previous evening, um, I would have thought it's incumbent on the board and and the management team to get the information out to people. So you stop the rumours circulating about what, what's what and how. Um, the decision, if a decision's been made, let's just get on with it. That's all clubs are asking for. Um, and the Federation can do whatever it so chooses with respect to understanding and investigating if they so choose, again, um, as to how and, you know, um, how that information potentially got out. Um, it is concerning. It is concerning that uh, that these things continue to happen um, and that we just can't get on with uh, with trying to prepare for the season 2022. Mm. Mm. Steve? Um, yeah, a lot of comments coming in about the signings of uh, Christopher Theodorides and Urson Gulam to the club. Uh, I think there's an assumption from a lot of people that the club is expecting to be in NPL 2 next season based on those signings. What's your gut feel of what's going to happen tomorrow or this week? Sure, I'll tell you, mate, I, that's a <laughs> question. On the back of um, what no I offense, thought was going to happen no on Friday, this show. Um, it, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just perplexed. I'm still, I'm still hopeful yeah. uh, that the board, um, as I say, has has made the right decision uh, and has gone down a restructure path um, as to what methodology and what science they applied. Alexander, look, let, let's also be clear that the Federation was in a difficult spot and they needed to find I'm assuming some sort of scientific view on on uh, on, on how a restructure could occur. They'll There's use Dan. We get all that. They'll use Dan Andrews supercomputers, Zach. <laughs> but, right. but not not quite that close to the uh, to the premier, mate. Um, 
So look, we're we're uh, we're expecting a uh, an announcement to be made tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, what that restructure will look like, uh, Stephen, I'm not entirely sure. Um, to to maybe respond to the first part of your question around um, around Preston, uh, you know, signing certain players on the assumption that something would happen. Um, uh, look, probably difficult for me to comment on that. I'm not uh, clearly running the club these days, yeah. um, but you know. It would be fair to say, uh, you know, ambitious clubs like Preston and George's and, and a whole host of others, um, it would be fair based on the information that uh, the clubs have received in, in the last little while, it would be fair to say that they should expect uh, some sort of uh, reward and yep. that uh, potentially they're planning accordingly. Again, that's not on the back of any anything official. But you're not going to stop ambitious clubs um, mm. continuing... Uh, doing what they do, and uh, and that's the reality. And you know, whilst uh, I know some clubs have had um, some serious um, challenges in uh, convincing players and coaches and others to to come across to their club, or even to be retained by their club, given the uncertainty. And and you know, I, I feel for the players, the coaches, and all the clubs who who find themselves in this very difficult spot. And all yeah. they want to know is some clarity and uh, and some certainty about what they're planning to do or what can what can they do for 2022 and, and i think that's the key isn't it i mean uh, we've got one great comment can in there? yeah can yeah, i just absolutely. jump in there sorry Tonch, before you put that one from the group's point of view uh zach so the the federation come out tomorrow with their um their uh, proposal whatever that is um yep. good bad or indifferent where does it leave the group should football federation come out and say it's not happening. Let's all prepare for where you are for state league for 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 um for twenty twenty two. What's what's the next step then for the group? Do they do they do they take it legal? Do they forget about it and we move on? What's the stance on the on the group? Look, I um I, I think Craig, it's going to be extremely difficult for the for the group to to forget about um exploring uh, a legal avenue. Um, we, we've been absolutely crystal clear from day dot. Um, we have a meeting with the group on uh, on Tuesday evening, um, really to allow everyone to digest the uh, the announcement tomorrow and then through uh, through Tuesday. Um, we've got a meeting, regardless of what uh, is announced. We've got a meeting with the group on Tuesday evening, as I say. Um, and really, uh, you know, I'm not going to determine what the group wants to do. But we have always said, um, and this was this was never intended as a threat to the federation. This was about mm. saying, listen, we we we. we prepared to explore all other options if we're not able to reach some sort of amicable and sensible resolution to this matter. Um, and really, it's then for the group of clubs, and I'll be guided by them, and I'll, uh, I'll continue to support the clubs um, to, uh, to pursue whatever a- actions they, uh, they so choose um, on Tuesday evening. Yeah, look, a lot of good comments on our comments section, but um, uh, it's, uh, probably one that really sums it up. Mutlu Ozta says, our transfers are going to depend on the news tomorrow. And in effect, that's that's just what the clubs want. At the moment, um, There's it, it's quite a uh, – no one really knows what's going on. So this is supposed to happen on Friday. Hopefully it'll happen tomorrow. And I guess um, until, until tomorrow, until we get that announcement, we won't really know – as clubs, we won't really know going forward. So – that is going to be the big, big. Um, oh, well, it's going to be very, very groundbreaking. So we're waiting, for, looking forward to that. Um, Zach, thank you very much for coming on the show. I guess every, anything else we talk about is really rumours or feelings or everything else until the inevitable happens and we actually do find out 
what is going to go. And then I guess the next step, as you say, um, we'll know any formulas, if there's going to be um, a promotion relegation, is it top two, is it top three playing off for a playoff or whatever the case may be, probably may well get messy. Who knows? <laughs> Look, and don't you, we, if I could just make a final comment, please. I mean, we, we've tried to avoid uh, any of this getting messy. And I think anyone who's actually followed this, um, I'll call it a program of work, has really should, should acknowledge the professionalism of, of the group um, and, and as I said earlier, the, the patience um, and the respect that, uh, uh, that the clubs have shown the Federation in trying to find a, a sensible resolution. Um, and, and I'll perhaps, um, perhaps close, and you're spot on, you know, we, uh, we are extremely reliant uh, on the Federation making this announcement and, uh, and we do expect that to happen tomorrow now. Mm. Um, again, it's, you know, the, the, world, the world of football is, is watching and waiting, clearly, um, you know, yep. and, and having been on the board it's an absolute privilege, uh, in my view, um, for the board and, and the senior management team as sorry, as custodians and, and stewards of the game, to um, to uh, take this opportunity uh, to unite football, um, to demonstrate the strength and independence and the leadership to actually do the right thing by the game and by our yeah. clubs who uh, who've waited extremely patiently. Yeah. yeah, Zach, much, much appreciated. And we look forward to maybe even getting you on in the next few weeks with a further update as to the situation. Um, and it is something that that is it, that, that, well, everyone is looking forward to tomorrow's announcement. That's for sure. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Tonsha, just finally, if I could just perhaps uh, really quickly on behalf of the group acknowledge uh, this Absolutely. wonderful program. Uh, you know, you find gentlemen who, um, who have allowed us the opportunity to, uh, to, to uh, share our voice and, uh, to tell our story, um, and also to the other uh, media outlets who uh, who've actually written articles and, and allowed us to uh, to jump on their programs um, again to share our side of the story, um, and uh, uh, you know, with the endeavour, obviously, as I've always said, to uh, to try and find a, a, an amicable resolution to uh, to this matter. So, thank you again uh, for the opportunity, and uh, thank you again to uh, to the the your listeners um, for. Uh, yeah for the commentary and the support that uh, the broader football world has also shown this group. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. I thought you were going to thank all the clubs that have come on board, but you're thanking us. So uh, thank you. Well, to, I, thank I, you. Everyone's thanking out. I think I already <laughs> thanked thank uh, all the wonderful clubs who joined this group yeah. um, uh, at the outset, mate. So I don't want to uh, labour that point too much. They're, they're a wonderful group of people who, who are just super passionate about football and love their clubs like all of us. Absolutely. Look, what I'll say, what I'll say off the back of that as well, Zach. You know, and we've said it so many times on this show. We're, you know, the media outlet here is not here to 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 point fingers and have a go at anybody. We're here to try and make the game better. Um, you know, we've we've spoken about it on on a number of occasions. You know, we we everybody wants to make the game better here in Australia, and and uh, and shows like this help but help do that. So we're not record breaking. We're not trying to to change things. We just want to give everybody a um, a view and a and a, and a and a and a platform to to have their say. And as we keep saying so many times, if you if you've got and you want to be involved, get involved. Otherwise, Hold nothing. Will, otherwise, and nothing will ever. Got the vehicle to have a say. So, thank you very much, Absolutely. gentlemen. Thanks, Zach. Good you. luck tomorrow, and Thanks, we'll catch Zach. up with you in the week. Thank you so much. Thanks, Enjoy mate. Zach Ruevsky, the chairman or the um, president, if you like, or actually the chairman of the United Clubs of Victoria, um, mate. It's it's um, Craig. Firstly, to you, um, geez, it's a it's a, it's a big issue. I don't think, I don't know about you, but I don't think this is an issue that's going to go away. And it's not just purely the promotion, relegation, the restructuring. 
I think, as, as Zach pointed out there, there was a leak at the top at, at, at board level. Um, I, I've had a couple of conversations during the week with um, fellow, um, and Zach mentioned, media, people that, that are involved in the media. Um, and, and there's a lot of people you know, not very happy with the way things are happening at the moment from St Kilda Road. But um, I don't know if this is an issue that's going to go away so quickly. No, I agree with you. Uh, my phone hasn't stopped. Um, if I'm absolutely honest, people ringing me up asking me what's going on as if I'm yeah. in the know. Um, I'm in the same boat as everybody else. Um, but it's, as I said, it's it would be very disturbing for me, whether it's Kim on or Antonella, whoever, whoever on that board, um, that something has got out regarding it. Um, and maybe yeah. that's the reason why there wasn't an announcement. And Zach obviously didn't know that, but mm. certainly um, it wouldn't be. I wouldn't imagine it'd be a pretty place at the moment, the um, the boardroom, um, knowing that somebody's leaked some some information out uh, to the general public, which, uh, as I said, is a concern. Yeah, Steve, your take on all of this? Um, it's an interesting time. Uh, but the clubs, that they just want to know so that they can start planning for for next year, as you rightly pointed, so some of the clubs are able to do that if they're in a in a position or in a financial position. Other clubs are just waiting to see where they're going to be playing. Um, and look, just as we have record uh, breaking news announced by Heidelberg United, not even eight minutes ago on their um, uh, on their social media, the Franich brothers, Ivan and uh, Joseph have signed with Heidelberg United. So some clubs are kind of clearly getting a little bit of a, uh, a jump on other clubs, I guess. Is, is that the best way to describe it? Thoughts? Are you asking me, Tonch, or Steve? Oh, Steve. Oh, go on, you go. I don't know. There'll be plenty more plenty more time to sign players again before the season. Um, obviously, Heidelberg United, they're not really involved in, in this situation themselves directly. Uh, it's it's a massive decision, whatever way they go. It's an enormous decision. There's a lot a lot riding on it. But um, as you rightly said, Tonch, clubs need to uh, need to know very soon so that they can start making their plans. So certainly, time's up, and the decision needs to uh, needs to be made and needs to be released. And you know, adequate reasons need to be cited to go along with the whatever decision is made, so that everyone's clear as to how and why it come to this, uh, whatever they go with. So. Um, yeah, yep. the time is now to make it happen and then the clubs can get on with it and start planning for the future. And uh, just on Zach as well, what a tremendous spokesperson for the group of the United Football Clubs uh, in Victoria. Very uh, very articulate spokesman and uh, very, very well said when he came on the show once again to make his point. So um, hopefully, yeah. yeah, we can look forward to maybe going and watching Preston in person uh, next, uh, next season on some big Friday nights. Look forward to doing that. Yeah, that'll yeah. be nice. Indeed. Uh, an issue that is certainly not going to go away. Um, and we're also not going to go away. We're going to have a very, very quick break. When we return, he was an NSL legend. He was a Socceroo legend. He was um, one of the inaugural football directors, or was the inaugural football director at the Melbourne Victory. And he will be our next guest, Gary Cole. So don't go away. It's going to be an awesome, awesome interview coming up on the other side of the break.